It's now 8 o'clock, time for the Ilford South FM Documentary Hour. Tonight, local journalist Jimothy Baker is making his radio documentary debut with the inside story of the notorious local music festival, Gapefest. Due to the use of bad language and details of violence, drug use, and sexual themes, this documentary has been given a certificate of 10A. Listeners under the age of 10 must cover their ears during the offensive sections. It was the most wonderful event Ilford South has ever seen. A complete fuck-up of epic proportions. I'm Jimmy Buffett. My game fucked my wife, and I loved it. Everyone had a good time. The death toll from Gapefest has risen to 231 people. The so-called victims were probably victims of a random serial killer. You see, there's chemicals in the water. A lot has been written about Gapefest, mainly by so-called journalists, including those hacks from the Ilford Inquirer, whose so-called awards should be given to a more deserving journalist. But none of those journalists have been granted access to Mike Gapes' personal archives, in return for allowing him to say his piece and make the occasional edit. What you haven't heard until now is the real story of what went down that long weekend. In compiling this award-winning documentary, I tracked down and spoke to some of the key players to get the inside scoop on the highs and the lows of Gapefest. This documentary is sponsored by Ilford South Pizza Emporium. Like Woodstock, Gatefest was a music festival. However, unlike Woodstock, Gatefest took place in the year 20... And it didn't take place in Woodstock, it took place here, in Ilford South. But the similarities are undeniable. Woodstock was a music festival. Gatefest was a music festival. Woodstock had famous musicians playing music. Gatefest had famous musicians playing music. Neither festival managed to get Bob Dylan to play. Woodstock had Jimi Hendrix set his guitar on fire. Gatefest had multiple cases of arson. The documentary about Woodstock, Woodstock, won an Academy Award for Best Documentary. Gatefest, this documentary about Gatefest, well, watch this space. Eat at Ilford South Pizza Emporium for an authentic pizza experience. Gatefest was the child of local MP, Mike Gapes MP. Although I had reported on Gatefest at the time, a violent incident inside my own home resulted in the destruction of my original tapes. Fortunately, Mr Gapes agreed to grant me full access to his audio archives. Ah, Jimothy, come through, come through, all the Gapes tapes are stored in here. But, but Mr Gapes, this is my flat. Yes, sorry, I meant to tell you, you must relocate. Cowanadu basement has flooded and we needed to move the tapes to one of my other properties. Don't bother picking up your things. We already have them pulped. Mr. Gapes told me he believed the truth would vindicate him. If 
if you listen closely, you can hear how I killed the man in self-defence. Mike Gapes has certainly received a lot of criticism for the festival, described by Labour's Sam Tarry as the bastard child of a diseased brain. Although, according to Gapes himself, he wasn't fully responsible for the idea. All the good ideas, they were mine. The bad ideas, all the things that went wrong, were the fault of others. <laughs> the whole thing came to me because I'm so in touch with all things young and popular with young people. Mike told me the whole thing came to him in a dream. Mr Richard Miller was Mike Gates' closest aide for many years. We have altered Richard Miller's voice to protect his identity. That of Richard Miller. In this dream, Mike Gapes had become what he called the world cow and was drowning mankind in his milk. God was displeased at Gapes and sought to cast him down to hell. But Gapes as the world cow killed God and became the new God. As he rambled on about making love to the sky and giving birth to new worlds, I tried to tell him my idea about a small fundraiser for church repairs using local bands. Gapes told me this was a terrible idea and nobody liked live music. Later that day, he announced Gapefest. Arranging the world's biggest and what should have been most successful festival was a trifle for a man of my abilities. Even simpler than organising a in a dairy, and God knows I've organised a few of those in my time. Jesus. Local shops and services were lining up to offer to help. Ilford South Pizza Emporium, please do not give us negative reviews, we have 4.5 on Google reviews. And every cool band would be begging to play once my goons paid them and their loved ones a visit. The biggest problem was the name. I had originally planned on calling it Gape for Glory, but on trying to copyright it, I found it had already been copyrighted by a purveyor of the pornographic arts as part of a film series they had produced. So we went with my second idea, Gape Fest. Unfortunately, that had also been copyrighted by a purveyor of the pornographic arts as part of a film series they had produced. We went through a whole litany of titles, and every time it was the same thing. There was Gaping with Mike. Teen Gape. Good Times Gaping. Gape Stravaganza. Mike Gapes. Gape your... Then, and shit on my chest! Fieldford South Music Festival. And gape for glory, too. Due to a technicality, Anal Gapes Thoughts 4 had not been copyrighted, and during the planning stages, this is how the festival was referred to. Eventually, after a protracted legal battle, I was permitted to use the name Gapefest in return for a small fee and lending my impressive vocal talents to the label to use for their audio descriptive pornographic videos. 
I secretly suggested Vayadvat to the settlement as payback for Mike stealing my idea. She gets up and moves down between his legs to give him a blowjob. His uncircumcised cock is extremely thick and looks almost too big to... With the name Vendors and Bands lined up, all that was needed was a venue, and Mike Gapes had the perfect idea. The Vatican. Unfortunately, Mike was unable to arrange an audience with the Pope, although he assures me they're very good friends and the pontiff often asks his expert advice on complex theological matters. He does! With the Vatican unavailable, and Mike Gapes banned for life from all Lilford farms and fields after being incorrectly accused of stealing cows, Gapes took the unprecedented step of clearing 14,000 acres of the historical Lilford rainforest, home to over 10,000 species of endangered creatures. Look, there were only so many different weird animals in that overgrown heap of shit because of the chemicals coming out of Kaunadu. Don't feel sorry for the creatures we lost. Most of them were so mutated their lives must have been a constant agonising hell. I saw a dog that was inside out and had five legs. One such monstrosity was a strange cow man with four nipples. Don't you famously have four nipples, Mr. Gapes? Oh yes, I did first notice the beast in a mirror. Despite condemnations from the scientific community and the UN, Trump bastards! The cleared area was declared by Mike Gapes as more than fit for purpose as long as the bright lights and smell of food doesn't attract the strange, nightmarish predators that still reside in the rainforest. Apefest's advertising budget was the largest in history, with adverts taken out in every music magazine, and even the Ilford Enquirer, which saved it from another bankruptcy. Many in the industry described the advertisements as obscene and upsetting, and with all the magazines and newspapers that contained them being recalled and pulped, there exists no images of it anywhere, except in the troubled minds of those it drove to madness. The adverts were designed by me, myself and I. They were mine, my intellectual property! So I take the accusation that they were anything but tasteful and informative to be a personal slight. Were the photographs of mutilated corpses real? You will have to ask the photographer I bought them from. Well, we tried to track him down, but it turned out he was executed in Japan after a manga he illustrated was considered too depraved even for them. Yes, he was truly a powerfully subversive artist. I've got some copies of those mangas in my library. Would you like to see them? Please, no. Just reading about them gave me nightmares for months. I've got them in the children's section. They were a bit tame for my tastes. The festival boasted an all-star lineup, and the negotiations that went into securing the acts were long and arduous. There were certain divas among the musicians. I recall the discussion with Eric Clapton from the Cream. Well, because I taped it. Wow. Can we hear it? 
I'm afraid not. You see, after he left, his lawyers contacted me, saying that Mr. Clapton had not agreed to any recordings, and if I don't destroy them immediately, he would sue me in court. So, of course, I immediately destroyed them, and the backups, and the backups of the backups. Clapton, if you're listening, I promise I don't have another set of backups, so call your lawyers off. There's a good chap. Oh, that really is a shame. Oh, but I do have the transcripts. Here, you play me, Michael Gapes, and I'll play Clapton. Wouldn't it be less confusing if you played you and I played Clapton? Yes, you may be right. I think you lack the gravitas to embody a dramatically reconstructed version of the Mike Gapes. Okay, you do Clapton. Make sure you get his voice right. Easy. I'm a master of vocal camouflage. Ah, Mr. Clapton, you are here at last. Hello, Mr. Gates. Is that it? Okay, Uh, don't worry. You can call me God. Now, where are the other members of Cream? The cool ones? They're both dead, Michael. Ah, yes. And what of Derek and the boys? Jim Gordon was always my favourite domino, yourself included. Whatever happened to him? Still in prison for murder. Thank you for the private jet, by the way. It was very much appreciated. It is the least I could do. After your son died in such a horrible way. Did you really say that? Stay on script, Jimothy! Uh. Yeah, I really don't like to talk about that, Mike. Gosh, yes, you must prefer to sing it. Sing your pain, Eric. Hire a professional hitmaker to put it in accessible, unchallenging, commercially viable terms and milk that sorrow for all it's worth, like in your song, In the Air Tonight. That wasn't... Clapton storms out. What a prima donna. Oh well, we still have plenty more big names. Ah, here's one now. Trevor Horn. But despite losing Clapton, Trevor Horn and the surviving Chuckle Brother, due to what they have described as a litany of insensitive comments and dances, the lineup remains strong. In fact, much like the famous 20-foot cheese pizza from Ilford South Pizza Emporium, Gatefest could not be finished off easily. Jimmy Buffett promised he would make an appearance. Ah, dear old Jim, what a character. Why, thank you, Mr. Gates. Not you, Jimothy! I am talking about Buffett. Oh, the stories I could tell you about what we used to get up to on his boat if it weren't for the non-disclosure agreements we all had to sign. Anything goes in international waters, you know. You know, I'm a big fan of the Buffett Man myself. There's nothing like the Pina Colada song when you want to relax. Indeed, even his boat was called the Pina Colada song. Although when I was done on there, they could have renamed it the 
penis Kalana song. <laughs> yeah, old Jimmy B really knows how to party. Him and his wife. You get what I'm saying, Jimothy? I think so. Moving on, the allegations of bestiality his wife together. Organised dog fights. Another man's wife, Jimothy? No, I don't think I have. Oh, you need to try it. Nothing bonds you with a friend like you both spit-roasting his wife. I think I've got all I need. Hearing them both call you Big Daddy Gates. Other acts included Weird Milk, Tim Farron and the Voyeurs, the Ulford Policeman's Choir, and even the remaining members of a certain 90s grindcore band. Yes, anal cunt really let me down badly. I had booked them for 20 songs, thinking that would fill an hour. I repeatedly told Gapes that the songs were very short and to book them for a specific length of time if that's what he wanted. I'm still standing. Nobody told me their songs were so short. If that's what young people are into these days, it's no wonder they are all so stupid. That was the only problem with Sure Start. It helped young people. If I could have changed one thing about that wonderful programme, it would have been to make it harm young people. Shut up, Paul! Gapes had no idea about modern popular music. The most recent song he'd heard was... It was going to be an absolute shit show. Gapes seemed intent on blowing all the money he'd drifted on various old-timey acts, half of whom were dead. Okay, okay, you win, Miller! I took control of the finances by distracting Mike. I give in! I cannot bear to be taunted like this any longer! With an exquisite set of bells I had made just for such occasions. Hand me those wonderful bells at once! And booked all the popular bands. Well... Sort of. The updated lineup boasted appearances by the likes of Beyonce, Oasis, Taylor Swift, and Madonna. A bunch of no-name bands trying to use my festival for exposure. Rihanna, who is he? The killers? There is only one killer in rock and roll. And unlike these pretenders, Jerry Lee has actually killed someone. The main stage was always a battle between me and Gapes. I'd managed to protect the main stage from the worst of the Gapes damage and had even used a secret slush fund I was using to funnel money from the official budget to bring over some of my favourite Japanese acts. The money was running out, and I had no idea where it was going. With everything in place, it was time for the festival to open. An estimated 400,000 people entered the festival on the first day. Some newspapers have reported that only 200 tickets were sold, and the rest were given away to prime the pump. But Mr Gapes has assured me those are... Lies! Lies and smears! Every ticket was paid for. The only reason the official financial figures say we sold only 200 tickets was because I told my accountants to disregard the profits made on the 800 million tickets that were sold where I gave the money directly from them to charity.
as ever, I was putting the people first. Festival goers arrived to find the parking lot was a three hour walk from the campsite in a neighbouring county. Ilford parking lots are for locals only! But the organisers had laid on transport in the form of golf carts that could be rented at a very reasonable price of £5. A minute. The same price for two delicious slices from Ilford Pizza Emporium. I'm not running a charity! I thought the festival was for charity. Not a charity for lazy, spoiled millennials, the Twitter woke brigade. The charity I set up was to help upkeep and maintain the historic mansions of Ilford. Well, the historic mansion. The problems were compounded by the festival staff wearing vests to denote their different roles that were all the same colour. They were not all the same colour! There was eggshell white, cream, ivory, Navajo white, vanilla, snow, ghost white, baby powder. Yes, some of the vests got a bit dirty and that added to the confusion. But what should I have done? Used bright, luminescent colours? And how would that help people with colour blindness? I'm proud of the lengths we went to in order to ensure the event was accessible to all. Can you help me, sir? No wheelchairs allowed. Many questioned whether the Gape goons staffing the festival were trained and DBS checked. But as Mr Gapes will explain, they were a last resort after the initial staff dropped out at the last minute. I originally tried to hire the Satan Slaves biker gang to provide security as well as customer service. But talks broke down after I accidentally called them Satan Sluts and Satan's bitches and Satan's cunts. Now I know why they needed those leather jackets to protect their thin skins! After reaching the campgrounds, festival goers were shocked to discover a huge parking space and landing strip next to the festival that would have easily contained all their vehicles. A brisk walk is the best way to start a festival. And tempers were further frayed when all food, beverages and medication was confiscated at the gates by the security goons. Refreshments are a big part of festival profits. If you want to attend my festival and listen to my music, then you will pay for my milk. And the medication? There could have been anything in those insulin syringes. I cannot have an outbreak of heroin at my festival. At least, not unless the heroin is bought in-house. But if there were any genuine diabetes sufferers, which I doubt, there was a St. John's ambulance man, probably. Next time on Music and Milk. <laughs> I can't see anything, why is there so much smoke? The myriad ways in which they assaulted one another's genitals. The final death toll from the fire is still unknown. There was more than enough heroin. Because of a woke Stasi. Gapes himself played regularly in the jazz tent. Stay back, boys. He's on another branding rampage. Miller, how 
dare you! The seed that would grow from an acorn into a big tree. Smoke some of this white meth! The acts of civil unrest in Cheeseburger in Paradise, fastest riot in Ilford history since records began, claimed the lives of several more concertgoers.